Not a single word from no- Welcome back to Bricks and Buckets, Season 4, Episode 1. Of course, I'm Nico, joined by Nick, Brooklyn, and we got Rob on the laptop. Boys, it's tip-off. Are we excited? More than ever. I can't wait. Can't wait to see <laughs> how my Nets disappoint me this year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely as excited as always. Yeah, I mean... Oh, Crazy game coming, or the schedule after today is kind of crazy, but we only got two games. But also, boys, season four, Bricks and Buckets. Yeah, crazy. Four seasons. Four huh? seasons, and one of my, I think I say this for every time that I, I bring up a segment, but I am very excited today. We've got our seeding predictions for both the East and the West. We've got our finals predictions uh, overall. I mean, every time I do this, my favorite part of it is looking back to see where how accurate they were yeah uh i think if i went back to last year's i think the record was bono had two right hmm. i think one of those was the knicks ironically um but it's bad <laughs> we've got a lot to talk about so i want to jump straight into it right now um western eastern what conference do we want to start with let's go west yeah i'd say the west east is, is now the stronger conference for the first time in a while yeah i will say the the west was a, was interesting looking at the list i mean very similar <laughs> ranking wise to like our positional rankings that we combine the list unless we want to spend like four hours with all of us arguing each individual list um but for number one in the west there was a pretty clear favorite um denver nuggets sitting at the number one seed uh, i'm gonna send this to nick first not, not much of a debate here. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I feel like it's kind of obvious. I mean, they're getting Jamal Murray back finally healthy, which we saw what he did in the bubble. It was amazing. They came back down 3-1 in the playoffs twice. Jokic coming off two-time MVPs. Um, if you look at their offseason, they lost uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Will Barton, Jamichael Green, but, and Monte Morris, but they really made up for it by getting, like, DeAndre Jordan, KCP, Bruce Brown, Um I mean, honestly, this team is still pretty solid all around. They still have Aaron Gordon, who's pretty solid at the four position. I think this team's going to be very, very good in the West next year. I don't see why they can't be number one. Are we r- worried at all about, like, MPJ's health, Bones yes. Island's taking a big step up? I like, would be very worried about MPJ's health. I mean, I would be too, but I think with Jamal Murray coming back, it's not so much that big as it was the last two years it has been when they were a, a six seed. You, I mean, Jamal Murray could definitely get injured again. Do you see how those ACL injuries affect Derrick Rose? No, I mean, definitely. Don't get me wrong. But I definitely do is him coming back, you can't rule them out as a top three team in the West. As of now, you know. You as of right now. I Very early, don't get me wrong. But just from preseason when you're looking at it, they're definitely a top three, four team in the West. Rob. Yeah, and you can't really predict injury, you know? Like, it's it's a lot easier with guys like MPJ and, and Murray who have injury history. But right now, just looking at it top to bottom, everybody's going to be playing on night one. Exactly. And when everybody's playing on night one, that starting five can go up against any starting five in the league. Mm-hmm. I think they're a really talented team. I love the addition of KCP. Um, and I didn't. I don't think it's obvious necessarily because I, I think that realistically any of the top five teams in the West could finish number one. Um, but I, I put the Nuggets because I don't think there's going to be a lot of load management on this Nuggets team this year for guys like Jokic, you know, even guys like Murray. I think maybe at the beginning to lead them into it, but but this isn't a team like with a LeBron and an AD and a Kawhi that's going to sit their guys, you know, 10, 15 times here and there throughout the season. Uh, so I like the Nuggets to be first. Do we think this is a legit one-seed scenario? Like, I mean, we've seen the Jazz, we've seen the Suns, and we've seen how they've ended in the playoffs. Nuggets, we have them all finishing very high, if not the one or the two seed. But if they are the one, are we expecting a crazy good run out of the West? Are um, we expecting, like, what What are we thinking here? Are you going to think they're a regular season team? Does anyone believe that? I, I think that it can happen. It, it could happen, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, they've been there before. I mean, granted, it was the bubble. But, I mean, they, they did make it far. I mean, they've been in the Western Conference Finals before. They know what they have to do to get there. And, again, it has been two years. But I still think they could make a run i don't see why not for how successful they've been again without their second best player i think it speaks for itself there yeah definitely like this, this team improved you can't call jamal murray a free agent acquisition but you can 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the amount of time that he's missed, you can. Yeah. Because they really did have to structure their whole game, pr- game plan around Jokic when he was gone. And I wanted two MVPs. So. Now, the number two in the West. Uh, this is where, thing, again, this is where I could see a little bit more of a debate coming out. Um, because averaging out all of our lists, the Golden State Warriors, finals champs, weird how I'm saying that it could be controversial, but they're sitting here at number two. Um, I had them fall at my two spot. Brooklyn actually had them at his one spot, which is how they actually ended up falling at two because both Nick and Rob have different teams. Uh, so, Brooklyn, more to you. You had the Warriors at one. Obviously, like I said, they're just coming off a ring. It's crazy how we have teams finishing ahead of them. But, what, again, what, what, uh, what has you finishing, having them finish at one? I just think that, especially since they just re-signed Jordan Poole, re-signed Andrew Wiggins, they still have Steph, and Steph is still damn good. Clay, we, we, we'll get into Clay another day. but Oh, that was cold. <laughs> that was cold. <laughs> I, I think that that chemistry is very much still there. I mean, regardless of the Draymond in- uh, incident that happened with Jordan Poole in practice, I mean, they, they'll get over that. They're professionals. Um, I just can see them really making another run to the finals this year, especially with... You know, just that starting five just being at, they just, they, they flow like they do. You know, Jordan Poole's already coming off a great rookie year. Um, Sorry. This is really loud. I, you know, <laughs> I tried to do it away. They're from not the nearly <laughs> as injury prone. I mean, James Wiseman is the only thing I would be concerned about for them. Um, but if he comes back and has a pretty good year, they can really make another run. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the team. I still think, uh, I don't have them as my favorites coming out of the West but I do have them as my second, if that makes sense. Like, Although I just talked about the Nuggets being the one seed. I don't think they're the best team in the West, so to speak, as Rob was throwing in that load management. Uh, Rob, Warriors aren't year two. You're expecting less from them this season. Why is that? Uh, not necessarily less. I just think that the Warriors are, are, and this is weird to say because they are the best regular season team of all time, but I don't think they're a regular season team anymore. I think they know that they're going to be in it in, you know, in the summer. And that's what they're gearing their entire season around. So I expect Steph, Steph to sit. I expect Clay to sit. I expect Draymond to sit. I mean, they're all a year older at this point. All yeah, of them. That's so a good I think point. that they're going to be relying on guys like Jordan Poole to play 82 games where Steph takes some time here. I mean, we you want to talk about injury history. Steph's ankles are, are not going to get better with age. It's just not going to happen. Nobody's ankles gets better with age. So I think that the Warriors are really going to gear up for the postseason this year much like they did last year when they were a three-seed and then ended up winning it all. They don't care where they play. They're the Warriors. So I don't think that they're going to be a regular season team this year. They don't care where they play. They're the Warriors. I do think the loss of Gary Payton was... Stop it. I, I get it. It was I, sort of... It was sort of... I mean, it's a, he's an important player off the bench. Oh, no. You lost your, like, eighth man. <laughs> no, I know. Like, who, are you, who are you replacing that with? Well, Toscano's gone, too. Don't Toscano's gone, too. Like, yeah, Toscano. Like, if I'm looking at those important bench guys what, and looking at the roster, what, Jermichael oh, Green is no. going to be the hero? No, it's not like they still have Andrew Wiggins. Or, Didn't no. they, weren't, Dante they lost, DiVincenzo they lost Sean better. Livingston? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> this team can't go anywhere. I mean, oh. speak this as well. We're on the Warriors. Poole and Wiggins... Contracts? Do we like him? I think it's fair. It's fair. For I'd say it's fair. Home. No, a lot. Of, there's like controversy just, over the pool. Wiggins like deserved his. The fact that they have the best one to nine, I think, in the NBA when everyone's healthy. When, with Steph, Clay, Draymond, you know, Wiggins, and who do you want that fifth star to be? Looney, whatever. And then you got Pool, and I think Kaminga coming off the bench yeah. is going to be crazy this year and year two. Moses Moody is another guy coming off the bench. And Wiseman. Uh, and Wiseman. I'm sorry. Shout and out Kevon Looney, bro. I mean, I mean, let's not forget, Dante DiVincenzo plays for the Warriors now. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge, especially come postseason. Legit one team, or one seed team there. Could be. Yeah. Um, but let's go to the number three. This is where I think things, there were, where I, interesting, I, I wish I had him this high. I think this is a team that I, I think I personally will finish better than, or will do better in the playoffs than they will in the regular season. Um, but our consensus number three is the Clippers. Mm. Nick and Rob having the Clippers at two. Uh, I had them a little bit lower. I had them all the way down at five. Brooklyn having them at four. You had them at five? I'm at five just because, again, I think that this is a team that it looks very good on paper, but a team that has an injury history. So I well, think they're going to take a regular season really light. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty valid. But again, too, like when you look at their offseason recap, the only, free, the only player that they lost notable, like worth mentioning, is Rodney Hood. 
But, but imagine everyone than, that's coming back. But they added Moses Brown. They signed John Wall. They re-signed Nick Batum. They re-signed Robert Covington and Zubak. They have healthy Kawhi. They have healthy PG. And they got Reggie Jackson still, who has been pretty solid for them coming off the bench now. They got scoring off the bench. You want to talk about a team that's, you know, that's stacked one through nine. You got the Warriors up there, but the Clippers aren't too far behind. No, but that's the, that's the uh. thing that you mentioned, though. If they can stay healthy... Like, healthy. So, Paul George and Kawhi will probably not play all 82 games at this point. It's a oh, given. No Even John Wall, 100%. <laughs> they will all not. So, I don't see them. But, I mean, I do see them being a powerhouse in the West. They could be. They could finish, too. I see them finishing, too. If they finish within the fi- uh, the top five, I wouldn't be surprised, though. All right. Just, just for fun, I want thumbs up, thumbs down r- across the room. Uh, John Wall, over, under 17 points a game. Thumbs down, under, thumbs up, over. <laughs> Everyone taking the under. Anyone want to fight? The, all right, what if it, wait, wait, it, what if it's 16? <laughs> under, under. Right, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm that gonna, because he's bad. I'm just saying that because when you have so many options, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and I feel like Reggie Jackson is going to be scoring the ball way more than John Wall is. I'm going to keep going, bench. though. Keep, keep, keep those thumbs warm. Okay. All right, uh, 15 and a half, over, under. Oh, Nick. I'll where, give him a it, middle. It? Nope, it's got to go one or the other. Got to go down. All right. 15. Flat? 15 flat. Yeah. I say that. All right. Rob's still got the confident thumbs down. Rob, what does John Wall do in this season? I'll go thumbs down. I, I was going to turn it when you said 14 and a half. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was being generous and giving him 15. Well, but. Every time I said the number, Rob just quickly just went. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you, didn't, you didn't get to see the hesitation from Nick. 17 is way too high. No. You said 14. I had the number in my head before you kept spitting them out. <laughs> now, John, John Wall, we also know, prolific playmaker. Mm-hmm. You're playing next to Kawhi and PG. Like, what does a stat line look like if he's only going to average around 14 and a half, 15? At least, at least half, nine and a half, ten assists. You cannot say at least and then throw out a double digit assist amount. That's kind of crazy. It's John Wall. 14 and a half and eight. 14 and a half and eight. 14, 14, eight. 14, yeah, 14 and a half and, and nine. Somewhere around there. John Wall. 14, seven and three. Three is in rebounds. Yeah. Fair. Three or four. And I think the Clippers are thrilled with that. I give him, yeah. and I give him one steal a night. I mean, he's looked good in all the pre- in preseason clips that I've seen. Yes. He's looked, he's looked solid. Um, he still has his mobility. It's not what it used to be, but he can still drive. Yeah. He's still, he's still. And I, I'm rooting for him. I, li- I, I really too. like this Clippers Especially roster. now that he's not making $40 million to sit on the bench. I'm rooting for him, too. And speaking of another roster <laughs> that I really like, another roster, again, if fully healthy is in a prime position where this team that has been tanking, slowly getting the pieces, I think they're officially at this point where you need to be a playoff team. Uh, and we have them not only being a playoff team, but the fourth best team in the West, the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. I had them at four. Rob had them at four. Um, Nick had them at five. Brooklyn a little bit lower at six. Rob, I know you've been, we've been talking a lot about this Pelicans team from Brandon Ingram to Zion. Uh, Zion's there healthy 82 mm-hmm. i think it's fair to say this team could finish a lot higher than the four as weird as i may say no definitely i think it's just also one of those teams where it's like what we were saying about the bulls last year kind of like on paper fully healthy this team's gonna be very very good and you know granted they did lose out on lonzo and they the bulls were on fire at the beginning of the season but then they kind of fell off but short. again mind you what you have now i mean you, you have cj mccollum again zion is now yep. back uh, I think that started. Brandon five Ingram came tough. off a great playoff run last year, really proven that he, you know. Rob, how are you feeling about this Pelicans team? I'm the biggest Pelicans supporter. <laughs> that you You're so enthusiastic. You're so. I, so I, I am the biggest. In a second, give me a second line of Jose Alvarado, Devontae Graham, <laughs> Trey Murphy, Larry Nance, and Jackson Hayes. Like that team could start for like the Pacers. Like, oh God! Yeah, keep that Pacers team in mind. Keep that Pacers team. (laughs) And you want to talk about you want to talk about like a free agent acquisition like Jamal Murray? How about Zion? Zion's a legitimate top twenty NBA player when he's healthy. That's true. And now he's healthy and swim. I I love and not fat. CJ McCollum. I mean, people forget that the Pelicans (laughs) were one of the best teams of the last seventy games last year, which is a pretty large sample size. But when they started zero and ten or whatever it was, you know that start really derailed them a little bit. The yeah. Pelicans are going to be right in this for the one seed this year and for a Western Conference Finals appearance. Clip it. Clip it. I won't Book say it. anything about that, but Why? I'm surprised. 
Oh, you're against? I mean, you had them at six. You're saying this is going to go the other way. I don't think they're going to contend for that. Why? You're saying a healthy Zion? You look at the firepower they have versus like teams like Golden State and Denver. It's not nearly as efficient. I think there's a fair argument to be made, at least. Like, if you're talking about like the the Nuggets overall, I mean, granted, they have, you know, the juggernaut and Nikola Jokic, but, I mean, again, Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. Yeah. Valanciunas is like the definition of efficient. Like, that's, yeah, that's those are four guys that can dread. Like, the way that I see it, those are four guys that, at minimum, if you really needed one of them, like, uh, more for CJ and, and Valanciunas here, but even Valanciunas has had some good nights. But, like, those are guys that you can, uh, that you can ask for 20 a night. For some, it would be super easy. I think CJ could even give you, like, one night. CJ could drop 35 one night, Like, if Gordon Hayward was able to average 20, like, when the Celtics had four players averaging 20 points per game, you can't see that in this Pelicans team. I could. You got four guys that are very offensive-minded. I definitely could. And they also play very differently. If anything, if Valanciunas is going to give you at least... At least 15, 16... Like minimum, this this team it, he'll a, get his looks. He's gonna be open in the paint. The theme here is if everything goes right, this team's a lot better than they are. Yeah. Um, which goes to show for the next one. Um, again, a team that you could even flip flop depending on who star does better. Um, the five seed, Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm. Um, mm. crazy thing for me here is I put this team at, at the three spot. Yeah, that's a little crazy. That's um, not crazy. Rob have him at five, Nick at six, Brooklyn at seven. I mean, it's it's not it's not crazy, but then again, it's like one of those things on paper where like it's either gonna work. You don't like Rudy Gobert. I don't like Rudy Gobert. You don't just you no, don't like I don't. Gobert. I don't. But it's I'm not. I'm trying to not. I'm trying to set that bias aside for this episode. But I'm just saying, like, in my opinion, it's just one of those things on paper where it's like, okay, you're gonna put these two very very tall guys together, and on paper. It sounds like it's going to work. And it could. Don't get me wrong. Your pick could be 100% right. They could shock everybody. Or. Shock everybody. I mean, they're already being projected okay. high. But, or. Know. Or. It doesn't work. And I just think personally, maybe maybe it won't. But I still, th- I still think that it's going to work enough for at least a succeed. Because I do think this team did get better. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I hate Rudy Gobert, but they did get better. They so got better. The simple Peaked. way to put it is this team did not have issues scoring the ball last year. I'm not saying that. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. What do you do to fix that when you've had Carl Anthony Towns that has been so prolific on the offensive side of the ball, but has been a negative defender? You switch him out of the paint. You bring in a two-time defensive player of the year. And you're not asking him to be any any type of offensive player. You're, he's there to rebound and to play defense. And I'm also one that has, did not believe that you could have, you know, two basically centers on the court at the same time. But seeing how Mobley and Allen played together, that makes it, that changes things I think, for me. I think, I think it's a little different than Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. It is. Li- it is, it's, it's a it little worked. different. I mean, yeah, but you can't compare. They're just... Carl Anthony Towns and Evan Mobley are two completely different players. Rob, you can't, oh, you can't, yeah. you can't really you can't compare. You can't compare those two, compare those two to Gobert yeah. and I, 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 Yeah, just two. It's but just like two I said, on the, on the court. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I said, it could work, but it couldn't. Rob, you you said they could be three. Yeah, I think that, that I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, this this is a really good team led by really good players. I don't I don't see how something like that doesn't work, regardless of if you have two seven footers. It's not like you have two Rudy Gobert's out there. That'd be a problem. But Carl no, Anthony Towns yeah. is going to shoot the three. Yeah. He's going to space the floor. And you're not asking him to defend a Rudy Gobert anymore, which is what he struggled with. You're asking Rudy Gobert to do that kind of stuff. That's true. And yeah, that's not true. for nothing, but one of the guys that he used to struggle with was Carl Anthony Towns, right? Because he spaced the floor so well because he shot the three, so he took him out of the interior. Just one more guy in the West he doesn't have to deal with now. It's a small point, but still something to note. A win's a win. I, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work. I think... In the long run, it's going to come in handy when they have to go up against teams like the Sixers, when they have Embiid, when they have Jokic, because then literally you're double teaming him with Gobert and Cat. That's pretty <laughs> overpowered. So I'm, I, I'll give them the I'll give them that. Their double teams on the big men is going to be insane. But again, I don't know. But I, you, you I, just I, don't I, like Rudy Gobert. I just don't like Rudy Gobert. Um, yeah, I agree. It's not that crazy that they can end up in the three seed. I, yeah, I, I'm not saying your pick is blasphemous i just think it's just one of those things where on paper it sounds like it could work that's all right let's let's spit these out 
uh, these next uh, the latter half of the West, so we can get to the East. Because again, a lot of content today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number six, Dallas Mavericks, mm-hmm. uh, a team that I a lot of us have high expectations for. Um, I think another team that I I feel bad putting them at six. I had them on my list at six. Nick having them higher at four. Um, Brooklyn, not a fan, all the way down at the eight. Same with Rob. Uh, again, Nick and I, I think we're on the same wavelength when we're talking about Luka Doncic as MVP. Yeah. I think Christian Wood was a fantastic fit for that team, although I wish they got someone that could space the floor a little bit better. Uh, but still, I think that's a great a great point. You lose I can see why they put them at eight, though. You lose Brunson. Definitely, yeah. Um, and when you look at that helping core, other than, like, Luka and Wood, like, I get it's just Spencer Dinwiddie and... Dorn Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock. It's it's like Frank and, and Tim and Tim Hardaway Jr. Like I, I the supporting group is not there. I, I understand. I think but it's, again, it's better to lose when you Brunson. have Luka Doncic on your team. Like you're obviously gonna it's, you're gonna you're gonna succeed. It's better to lose Brunson than pay him a hundred mil for four years. A hundred. Yeah. And 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 listen, I had Mavericks four, Pelicans five, Timberwolves six. Those three teams could be interchangeable for me on that list. Yeah. Like that could go either way. I'm I'm a little bit more worried on on Rob's case. Rob, really quickly, because like I said, we got we spent a lot of time in the West, but um, Dallas all the way at eight. Yeah, it's the same problem I have every year with Dallas, and it's that their one star is just Luca, mm-hmm. and I know that he's unbelievable. And <laughs> I know he's I'm, unbelievable. I know he's a god. <laughs> he is, but like when you look at the other stars out west, like the teams that I have above him have Jokic, right? Kawhi, Steph, Zion, the Twin Towers over there in, in Minnesota, Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Ja. Like who's not unbelievable that I just named? I, I mean, you know, I, I just don't know how, how much longer one man, even if he's an MVP candidate, can carry a team in such a stacked, loaded conference. It's not that I hate the Mavs. I think that they're going to be good. I mean, we're talking about a team that made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, but it's, there's just a lot of there's better rosters in front of them. That's what I that's what I went with. To raise that point even farther, then, do we think this team has success in the playoffs? As I because again, I think that the West it really like the regular season standings as cool as it is to project in the NBA more than anything. I think it's more or less who's healthy at the end of the season. Because that's yeah. really going to portray it. I, I mean, see them being a semifinals. I don't, yeah, exit. I don't see why this team can't. They already they showed last year that they could. I don't. Think I, I I do think teams like the Pelicans and Timberwolves. I don't expect to have an opportunity. Like I don't see a Cinderella run coming out of them. No, but but this Mavericks team that I think Rob they have one it, already. Yeah, they've done uh, it. They've done it before. They've done it before. And granted, they lost to the team that won the title. And if you and I think that Luca's going to be better than he was last year, you got to assume that the team's going to be better. And ironically, hope. we're both putting them down. <laughs> Um, I just think you put them down just because, again, like Rob said, when you look at the competition in the West, like I, I get it, it's difficult, but I, it doesn't. I don't see why. I'll raise you one more because yeah. this is this is pretty interesting. Yeah, our next two picks gonna put them side by side. The seven uh, or the yes, the seven and the eight seeds. Excuse me, the Phoenix Suns, Memphis Grizzlies, two teams that finished at the top of the West, mm. and collectively we have them at the bottom of you know not not playing teams but. Right down there. I have the Suns that are playing team. Um, yeah, which is a little crazy to disrespect. I mean, I know they had a pretty poor end of the season. They've had weird things happen this offseason. They have Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder requested their bench is non existent. DeAndre Aiden does not want to be there. Chris Paul's getting old. In my opinion, Chris I mean Devin Booker is too focused on shutting everybody up rather than trying to I, d- I do think, in my opinion, I just I that fr- and the whole thing with Robert Sarver, that team right now is just a dumpster fire. It's just not good. The team's going down. It, the team's going down. More or less is weird. Like when I was doing my rankings, like everything, like the Suns were projecting down for me this whole this whole off season. But at the same time, it was wow. They don't. There's like there's no clear argument I could make over the teams, which is weird to say. Yeah. Again, when they finish as the one, and I can say that the Pelicans are going to confidently finish ahead of them. It, the thing with the Suns about me, too, is, like, they've made it there, and they didn't do anything. So, like, and this is the same exact team. The same team. So, like, didn't what Monty makes it? Well, no, like, no, Jay Crowder. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Didn't but, Monty so, like, Williams but that's the thing like, that he didn't talk to any one of the players, like, yeah, for, right. like, a couple months after the loss? What makes me think, like, why would I put this team any higher if they're the same and, they, and they've lost the last two years? Rob, they've you, just gone downhill. You have the Suns at six, highest out of any of us here. Yeah, what are, what are you taking on this? On I think we're being a little bit too hard on the Suns because they lost in Game Seven. 
of the second round. Like I mean, 40. we said we said they don't. They've been. They <laughs> got there and didn't do anything. We are not even two full years removed from a Suns 2-0 lead in the NBA Finals mm. against Giannis and the Bucks. I mean, their their window has pretty much been open for two years, and they're shooting 50% at making it to the finals. I think that's I think that's pretty good. It's not easy to win an NBA championship. Um, so I think that we're being a little bit too tough on them. What about the Grizzlies? The Grizzlies are kind of the same problem that I have with the Mavericks. Um, in that it's, you know, I like the Grizzlies team actually better than I like the Mavericks team. I like Luca better than I like Ja. So that's kind of my comparison there. Um, but just this the lack of star power. I don't the lack of star I get, power. No, I could see uh, why he says that Memphis team though, because they're young. They're very young. I like I can confidently say that I mean I like the Grizzlies team better than I like the Mavericks Jaren team. Jaron Jackson Jr. can't stay healthy, though. If you took John Luca off those rosters, I think the Mavericks are like a bottom seven team in the league, whereas I think the Grizzlies are probably closer to bottom 10 or 12. Like That's a, fair. The Grizzlies, I think, could contend for the playing spot without Ja. They also had a better record without Ja. Oh, but stop. But, like, Ja was... No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. you get what I mean. They, they played well without him. They, 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 can, they can manage without him a little I bit. I like how that team's built. I like how that team's coached. Um, um, I just the have... The kind of thing that with Memphis is that there's a lack of star power. So I respected... I mean, I respected them, but... That's why I have them at eight. I don't think... I think they're a little better than the Suns. I think they'll finish better. It's just... I just... I don't know. To, uh, I just want to wrap up the West real quick. Uh, we've got the final two playing teams. I'm going to actually say 10 first, just because it was a little bit more, you know, agreed upon, where at the 10th seed, three of us had the Trailblazers. Yeah. Rob sliding in the Kings. I love the Kings pick. I was going to say the Kings. I, 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 I was going to. I love the Kings. I, I, well, I just, I'm rooting for the Kings, but I can't, like, if, if Dame is healthy. That's what I mean. That's why I had to put him. The team's there. there. But no, I, I, could, I could see the Kings. A full season with Sabonis and Fox. Why not? Um, but the the pick that I want to talk about more, uh, the one that was that I had actually a spot higher. I have them finishing ahead of the Grizzlies. Nick also having them finish ahead of the Grizzlies and the Suns. Brooklyn having this team as his third overall team in the West. Really? LeBron is LeBron. <laughs> Nine seed <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I gave up. I, I gave up trying to rank the Lakers high. <coughs> I did it two years in a row. It bit me in the ass. I two think years seven's in a row. reasonable. No, I think uh, you can't put them higher than six. I think seven's reasonable. Yeah, let me drop them way down now. That I I'm mean, a healthy, a healthy right LeBron and AD is gonna eat. Don't get me wrong, but, but that's it. That's all you got. Like someone made this point to me that at this point in his career, like this should have already been Anthony Davis's team. It shouldn't have been. It, it shouldn't still be LeBron's team. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right. It should be Anthony Davis's team, but that's not how it is. And whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> we're, we're, it's LeBron James we're talking about. Well, I mean, this, no, granted, this, he just averaged thirty points per game in year seventeen. Yeah, Slow that's down. actually true. Scottie Pippen Jr. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, the only the only reason the Lakers like uh, like LeBron has not regressed to the point where AD is needed. Like it's been where it's clear that AD can take that you know Batman role instead of being Robin. But AD still struggling to stay on the court. Again, I gave up trying to say that this team like if healthy can because if healthy they it's LeBron. If you look at their roster, they're a little younger. They're a little younger than they were last year. Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, pretty good. I mean. They signed back Schroeder. They got Lonnie Walker. They have some age. There, there's some. I think you, there's me, some young guys. I think there. for me, it all depends on how Westbrook comes out this year. They want to start him off the bench. I know. They want him. I want to. No, no. It all depends on just how that situation plays out. I necessarily don't hate that. Um, I I think that him coming off the bench, you're letting him be the point guard. Yeah. Let him run the second unit. If he's efficient at running the second unit, doesn't have to play with the ones. It's it's better than what he's been doing before. There's been a lot of weird like play by Westbrook this preseason. Not really in the team huddles. Really whack stuff. Um, but let me go through the top. You know our West predictions. We're gonna take a quick break. Cut to the East. But so far we have um, from top to bottom. We have the Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, Minnesota Timberwolves at five, <laughs> Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns, Memphis Grizzlies. Los Angeles Lakers, and the Portland Trailblazers wrapping it up at the 10 seed. We will be right back talking about our playoff predictions for the Eastern Conference.
I I think that the East is going to be a lot easier. Yeah. I think yeah. this one, we in the top four at least, That's I, I'm going to rapid fire the four and really just going to give Nick and Rob the floor here because mainly uh, for three, they're almost identical between Nick, Brooklyn, and myself. But our top four, uh, Milwaukee Bucks at one, Boston Celtics at two, Brooklyn Nets at three, Philly 76ers at four. Um, all of us had the bu- or between me, Nick, and Brooklyn, we had the Bucks at, at the one. Hey, Rob, I Celtics like your confidence, man. <laughs> Rob, I love the confidence. <laughs> um, I want to throw the it to. Nets? I'm going to throw it to Rob first because we got we got the Nets at one, which I think it makes sense. If ben, no, it makes sense. If Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons, it makes sense. Like if they, I if, feel like the top three is going to be the, the the games like the games behind are going to be very close. It's going to be like no, 100. percent I the, think it's going to be a race the whole year. How confident are you that the Nets finish one? I mean, I'm fairly confident looking at this roster. I mean, we're talking not just Ben Simmons back. We're talking about Joe Harris coming back, which is pretty pretty big. Yeah. And we're talking about additions like Royce O'Neal and, and TJ Warren. Like, I think I don't think that the Royce O'Neal move gets talked about enough. They gave up a first-round pick. He's worth 20% yeah, of Rudy No, we're, we're, we are known for giving up first-round picks for <laughs> players that aren't worth first-round picks. You it know, featuring late KG. <laughs> Nobody really talked about it. But Royce O'Neal's on the Nets. Like, that's a really good six man. Nick's <laughs> <And laughs> laughing. I think the Joe Harris one is good for the regular season. Did, I mean, do you remember how Joe Harris played against, like, that one playoff series he had? He was just he was just non-existent. I mean, that man was shooting, like, one for 12 some games. Um, I do think, however, uh, with Chris Middleton back, that the Bucks, the Bucks are unstoppable. You can make the case that it will. I think it's more than a case to be made that that battle that the Bucks and Celtics had this playoff series. Chris Middleton's there. It's probably the Bucks advancing. That and if you look at this team, they added Joe Ingles, which is pretty good spot up shooter. I mean, he's old. He doesn't have to do much. He sits in the corner. But they also re-signed everybody. They brought back everybody: Pat Connington, Sergi Baca, Wesley Matthews, Bobby Portis. They're all coming back. Bobby Portis is. Very important to Very team. important to this Milwaukee team, and it was actually very important that they got him back. And then yeah. at a good price. The too. fact that they just have that same roster is just huge. It's, and they and that chemistry that's that's what I mean. That's why I can't f- count this team out. They like, all know how each other play. They've all won it they've won a they've all won a championship together. They know what to do. They've all been there before. Like basically the way I look at the East though, like these top four teams. It doesn't matter where they're going to place, in my opinion. I just think Well, that's how the NBA playoffs are. Yeah, just I, who's I, healthy. Yeah, exactly. I just think <coughs> it could go either way, but I do think it's going to be very close, but I do think the Bucs will finish. As I would say team. this is not going to be like that impactful, but the Celtics and the Bucks are going to be fighting for the first seed the most. I would say the Nets are going to be fighting for the second or for Philly with the third. The I, Nets have the best roster in the East. If they're healthy, the Nets have the best roster in the East. We're talking about Cam Thomas as a guy that might not get minutes, and he's gross. Trade him. <laughs> no. Um, I want to hear your t- or your takes, Rob. Because one, I like I like the Philly at two. I'm at three. I I want to know. Yeah, I want to know how. Philly's a, I just want Philly's know. a regular season team. I mean, we've seen it year after yeah. year. Yeah, no, I agree year. with that though. So they're a regular season team. I'm Joel scared of Maxi this year. Player, I'm scared Harden of Harden or, this year. I'm not. I, I'm not I yet. Harden's going to be. You give him a year in Philly. Give him give him a for real year. I'm not. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey is a one. I'm terrified of Maxey. Number of NBA teams. No, he is. Tyrese Maxey's a dog. He's really yeah. he's he's insane. When when he slipped when he slipped coming out of Kentucky, you know, as a huge college basketball guy myself, I, I was I was floored. I didn't think he'd be this good, but I was floored when he slipped to 17, and I still look back on that every single day because I can't believe that there were 16 teams that passed on him. Now, um, yeah. You have the Celt or not? Excuse me. You have the Bucks at four, which we've been all arguing as our one. Is it another interchange? I mean, I'm assuming it's an interchangeable thing. But granted, you know, preseason power rankings. You're looking at these rosters, and the Nets are talented. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for, um, for later. But I'm a big believer in the Bucks as well. I just look at their roster over the course of an 82 game season, and I don't think it compares to the three in front of them, uh, or that I have in front of them at least. You know, Giannis is going to take his rest for sure. Um, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are fantastic players in their own rights. Um, but, you know, I mean, just look at the second unit of this game. And any game that Giannis is out, we're going to be relying on George Hill and Pat Collington and Bobby Portis. And then who's after them? Like Wesley Matthews? Like, I don't want to rely on Wesley Matthews for big minutes in the year 2023. That's just not what I want to do. I can't, um, ca- I can't count out Giannis and Chris Middleton. No, if the two of them are healthy. Yeah, just, like I said, I, I don't want to spoil anything for later, but I'm a big Bucks guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned how you get the Bucks at four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there I, are very few players in the East who can guard Giannis, if any. 
but I think the well, teams, the Nets. the Nets, the teams that the have Nets them are the two, Nets actually. and the Raptors to me. Um, the, the Nets might have two. The Celtics got well, one. I mean, Celtics have one. To say the Nets have two, have two is is kind of it's kind of you know, it's kind of a lot. But ben Simmons to guard Giannis can be something that can change. The other game. thing about these teams, though, with the Bucks is, like, they can afford to let Giannis get his because that because these teams are going to be firing back. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's if you look back at how that Celtics Bucks series went, they were letting Giannis get his points. They were just trying to keep up. And when Giannis wasn't making his shots, they were able to get the upper hand. They more or less should know that. They it's more not more so. Shoot, it's not more but. so stopping Giannis. It's more so containing him. Um, yeah. I think it's time to talk about. I I, I wholeheartedly agree. We're <laughs> we're flying through these. This is my favorite. This is what I've been looking forward to because I have not been. We only had, I gotta try to stay very unbiased here. We only had four lists. Um, so there was a tiebreaker. Like I said, our one through four: the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, the Philly 76ers. Um, our five and six are tied, but good thing we have good old Ty in the studio. Ty, are you awake right now? Can I get a thumbs up? Oh, he's here. Oh, he's, 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 he's dead. Ty's dead. He is living. Now, <laughs> Ty, here's the scenario we're presented with. Um, myself and Rob have the Miami Heat finishing as the fifth seed. However, Nick and Brooklyn here believe that the new, newly added Donovan Mitchell and Cleveland Cavaliers will finish as the five seed. Give me a thumbs up if you think the Cavs are the five seed. Give me a thumbs down if you think the Heat are the five seed. Oh, thumbs yeah. Out of boy. Out of boy. Hey, talk about Isaiah Mobley, too. He's here. Yeah. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers. Big fan of Evan Mobley. He's going to take that step up. Definitely. Um, one th- Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is huge, but there is that one question that has been proposed by people is how will he coexist with Darius Garland? Does that, like, Rob... Does that play a new effect while you put the Heat over the Cavs? Um, um, really, I think the Heat are. I think the Heat are um, just a really good team. I think. I think they're one of those teams that are just consistently good year in year out. And although we saw it from the Cavs last year, they did fall off late. Um, I'm not saying this because I think he's a bad player or not like a top 25, 20 player in the league. But I think Donovan Mitchell's gotten overrated consistently throughout his career when people put him in the same conversation as guys like Devin Booker or guys like Jason Tatum at first. You know, not anymore, but. Um, I think he still gets those comparisons to Devin Booker, and I think Devin Booker's a significantly better player. Um, so I don't think that this was, you know, a move that's going to make the Cavs all of a sudden title contenders. But you pair him up. It, you pair him up with these guys like Con- or Colin Sexton. Um, you pair him up with these guys like Darius Garland, and they they also still have Karis LeVert, who's filthy in his own. I mean, I don't think anybody. Past the f- like, past the four top, like the top four that we said, I don't think anyone else in the East could make any type of special no, run. definitely not. And I the and I, I a special I, run entails losing in six in the Eastern Conference Finals. Definitely, yeah. I I had the Heat at six. I think for me it was interchangeable personally, but I look at what the Heat did in the off season, and I look at what the Cleveland did, and obviously there's two very big differences. Miami was more focused on bringing everybody back; they didn't necessarily get better. It's kind of the same team as last year. They lost P.J. Tucker and Markeith Morris, which aren't big, big losses, but they were to them as much as we saw P.J. Tucker play for the Miami Heat in the postseason. I just think they're the same team, and they're just kind of like – they're good. That's the thing. They're the same team. We've seen what they've done in the past. Yeah, but I just think – And they work hard. Call Bono. But all these other teams are changing, and they're getting better, and they're staying the same, and it hasn't – it's gotten them far. It's gotten them far, but it hasn't pushed them over the hump. So I just don't. I mean, they I got just, to the finals. I mean, granted, now it's, it did, it, it's, but they it's, didn't it's a win. Bit down the road, but that's what I mean. Now we're almost. We're going. We're, that's almost three years removed. Now. And that's that's why I put it over a, a young Cavs team that if they do make the playoffs again, there's not much there already. Where you're gonna? I can't. I can't put a team of a very young and inexperienced team ahead of a Jimmy Butler-led Heat that has that reputation. Already. Like this has been emphasized enough. We're going into it thinking. All these players are going to be healthy and whatnot. So definitely, <laughs> the Heat could be better than the Cavs. Don't get me wrong. Donovan Mitchell could be terrible. Could hate Darius Garland. But in my opinion, this Cavs roster on paper looks very, very good. Definitely, a no- a definitely out of the top four teams, they will not be able to compete in the long run. And no. don't get me wrong. But I think they're better than the Heat. A team I think you could just slide in right next to the Cavs, which, again, like I said, for me personally, everything past the four seed is just a playoff team that won't go far in my eyes. 
However, at number seven, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Um, which this is where Rob and Nick had the Hawks fallen. Brooklyn one spot later, as did I. I actually had the Bulls at this spot. A little crazy. I mean, I know Lonzo's still out. I just think once Lonzo's there, and again, it's a health thing, but we saw how good that team was in the regular season when they were all healthy. I mean, at the top of the East, um, a regular season team, again, if you have that core all together. But we're not talking about the Bulls. We're talking about the Hawks. DeJounte Murray is a stud. Um, I really like this team. I'm a big John Collins fan. Um, do I think they like this? Like DeJounte Murray pushes them ahead of this top four in the East? No. Absolutely um, not. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I honestly just, unless someone has anything they want to add on the Hawks. I think, I I, think that's a bigger <coughs> question of how are these two superstars going to coexist rather than Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. I, I think Rob summed that up best when we were talking about DeJounte and that trade earlier in season three. Like DeJounte is still going to do his thing. He it's kind of like the Chris Paul it's just, It's more of a question of how's Trey going to do? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? You got another guy coming in that's averaged twenty two and I'm nine. Sorry, nine. I mean, like, Rob. Rob's having the same opinion. Rob. Really? Ha- Rob Atlanta's has no bench doubts. is not there either. They don't have a strong backup. So, like, how are they? How are they going to survive? We're talking about again a seven seed. Like, we have them as no, yeah, a playoff like, team. But I, that's but really still, it. I I do no. Dejounte's going to do his thing. Don't get me wrong. I just it's just it's a, again it's just one of those things. The backcourt. It's going to be interesting to see how that works. Anything special on the Hawks, Rob? I'm a huge DeJounte guy. Um, and that's it. Anyway. Just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. No, just end it right there. I mean, I'm a huge DeJounte guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge DeJounte Murray guy. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be Yeah, no, I just think this is a playoff team that is still a piece away at it's least. It's a first-round exit. They're, yeah. Maybe second if they Unbelievable, get lucky. because they're a really good team. No, they are a really good they team. They just don't compare. No. Um, team behind them. Uh Again, another team that I think if I was if the two of them were in the playoffs and they were facing each other, although I have the Hawks finishing ahead, I think a playoff matchup against these teams, I think it's I think the Raptors are the better team. Um, but I have that or we have them also falling right behind the Hawks. I have them as a play-in team. However, they're staying here at the eighth seed. Uh, I feel like there's too many times like so. Two years ago, I counted the Raptors out and they were crazy. Yep. And then vice versa. Last year, I have high expectations. They don't really fit them. Um, I think this is a playoff team that finishes literally anywhere. Um, if things go right for them and things go wrong for everybody ahead of them, this team is very far uh, up. But I think they have good pieces. I like. I just want to see what Scotty Barnes does. I want to. I can't wait for that switchover. Yeah, I think when that's it's their, Barnes's team. That's their biggest thing that they th- I think they have going for them right now. And I. I mean, don't get me wrong. Siakam's still going to be Siakam. This is still going to be a good team. But I just. Compared to all the other talent that's in the East right now, I don't think that they'll. Uh, I'm not very excited. I'm just no. not excited to watch the Raptors. Not really. No, nobody is. Nobody <laughs> is. <laughs> I personally I feel like the hate Raptors them. And the Heat are the same. They you are. Know, just, they are the same. Good, well-coached team that's always there in the end, but is never going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, yeah. I See, this is why we're flying through the East. The East yeah. is just stale. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's, it's, so, just, it's just it's just it kind of so cle- full of firepower. It's though. just kind of clear cut as to who the top four teams in the East are going to be. It's just a matter of who's actually going to. But see, this is the thing, though. Like we said this all the time. Like again, if you go back to I think my predictions last year, I had a Nets Lakers finals. I had the two of them finishing as the one seeds because on paper these teams looked like this was going to be it. And we saw like if you if we were in these seats right now before the season last year, and we explained everything that would happen with the Nets, how if you just said they would be a seven seed and that they would get swept by the Celtics, yeah. the face says it all, Brooklyn. <laughs> you guys are sleeping on the Nets this year. I can't believe it. I'm not sleeping on the Nets. I'm not sleeping, I, I'm not on, my sleeping on the Nets at all. I had them at three. I got them at four because, again, I just can't trust this team. Like, it, like it, you get all three of them on the court. Okay. Listen, you got Kyrie getting, West over there a, determining whether or not he's going to play every game. Yeah, we're getting Kevin Durant, a mentally stable Ben Simmons, and a full <laughs> season of Martin. We hope. Martin. We hope There's he's mentally stable. That could I, I those three are gonna be those three are gonna be dangerous. It's gonna be a good team. It's gonna um, be a really good team, don't get me wrong. But and it showed that his defensive prowess is still there. He also has he still has that great playmaking. I don't know if you saw that pass that he made to Nick Claxon the other night, but you know, not many guards will make that type of play right now. Um nine seeded Chicago Bulls. Again, no shocks. I think Lonzo's there. I have him higher because I think a healthy Lonzo. Again, regu- this is if they don't know what's wrong with them. Though. If we're talking about a regular season healthy. team, regular season team, Chicago Bulls. Yeah, they're a regular season team. Yeah. 
Um, but that's it, though. I think there's some disrespect on Brooklyn's red hold on, list. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta be ready to defend this. Give me a second. He's loading up the Indiana Pacers roster right now because he has the Pacers as a play-in. I could see year. this though. I actually could see this, Rob. I can, definitely could. I don't know what prescription I have because if can't you see get it. to the lower section of the East, if you get to the lower section of the East, it gets very thin. I would take the Pistons over the Pacers. I would not. I'd take I New, I'd take New York wherever the Pistons. I would take the no. I would. I would not. There have been too many inc- instances where we've been talking about lists, and then Brooklyn's like, "Yeah, you know what? I am going to change that." No, I, 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 I personally think, I, I agree with this Pacers take a hundred percent. But guess what? That's not the important part. The important news is, <laughs> we're back to Ty Coney in the studio. Ty is still <laughs> awake. Look at that. Ty is awake because why not have a debate on the most important seed, the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference that will have no effect. I could be completely wrong, though, because uh, apparently we had we had a split right down the middle here. I mean, Ty. this really doesn't bother me that much, but go ahead. Uh, I don't yeah, know I if you want to pick you. different sides. <laughs> it's the same thing again. Ni- or, uh, Rob and I are on the correct train here of the New uh, York Knicks. Yeah. Um, we've got Nick. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that taste, Nick? I feel like I drank that, too. (laughs) (laughs) I am so hydrated. (laughs) First first the cough. (laughs) Now he's thirsty. Are are we okay to continue? Are we okay to continue? I just (laughs) sipped that water right (laughs) along with him, man. Um, Ty Coney, you know the drill. Thumbs up if you want to support Nick in Brooklyn on the Washington Wizards, or do you want to follow Rob and I on the New York Knicks with a thumbs down? He's contemplating. He's pulling the hair out. Does not know what to do. The hand has been raised. Yeah. It's a thumbs down. New York Knicks. No, yes, that's sir. That's fine. He agreed with us. Again, I get, no, I could see that, though. I get, <laughs> <laughs> no, look. Look. It, I, I could see it. Getting Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett's probably going to have a pretty good year this year. I mean, they it's still have Julius Randle. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. R.J. Barrett is so unpredictable. I, the I Washington could, Wizards. I can see them being better than the Wizards. The Wizards didn't do anything. It's clearly, again. Jamarius just convinced me with the Bradley Beal argument, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamarius <laughs> on the other side? <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no just, just, for shooting guards. Just shooting guards. No, this Knicks team no, does look like it actually yeah, could yeah, it could upset some mean. people. I mean, look at, they were a four seed. The next. Let's not forget the one year they were a four seed. Come on. I expect so much more out of Cam Reddish, dude. Eastern predictions. Tom we have just didn't like them. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, Philly 76ers, Miami Heat, Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks, Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls, and the New York Knicks rounding it out. Um, another quick break, but we will be right back talking quickly, briefly about the two big games tipping off tonight. How how much have you guys missed basketball? Very much. Honestly, Weirdly enough, this offseason was very fast. Yeah. I don't know if that feels like to you, but like... Some it was just so fun, Nick. No, especially after the terrible way it ended, <laughs> in a my opinion. Of, a lot of drama. A lot of drama, but I feel as though this offseason and just everything that happened, it made it fly. I wish the Nets were playing the Celtics week. Oh, like my God. That would be they awesome. They really should have opened it. But, no, we play New Orleans we on Wednesday because no. everyone wants to see how Celtics the New Celtics just Orleans have to get Pelicans. their yearly win against the Sixers Bro, every we opening We play night. you guys <laughs> in December and then March. Yeah. That's we're not a Christmas game or anything. Like um, so, first first game, we've got sex, or, wow, oops, Sixers, Celtics. Um, we got sex. Not <laughs> <laughs> Not gambling advice, but the Celtics are, you know, they're minus two and a half at home, uh, brand new court. Now, Nick was saying this off the pod, which I think is a fair question to ask, that he was debating that the, he thinks that the Boston Celtics as a team have the most pressure or highest expectations. Because think about it. You're a team that made it all the way to the finals. Losing your head coach in the offseason. However, you bring in Malcolm Brogdon, like this team got better. However, at the same time, again, Ime's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of talk about like what could this team be. Like, do you do is that is that true to anybody? I, I, Rob I t- Brooklyn, what do you do? You guys think that this team like there that this team does have the highest any expectations? Short of a, I think for this team, any any short of a finals appearance is a disappointment. Yeah, I agree. I, I see mean, I any short of a finals. I mu- as much as I pray so. on your downfall, <laughs> like I would not. I would like to. I, if I saw a Boston first round exit, not happening. Oh my God! God is real. Uh, no, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, as a Celtics fan, I feel like we really do have 
the biggest chip on our shoulders going into this year. I like, they, people have said that prior, like many years, like oh, the Celtics got to prove it. Like especially after Game Seven against LeBron, like the year after like, bringing in Kyrie Irving, I think that's bigger. I think this year's bigger than that, just based off of how we turned around last year, uh, how the Celtics turned around last year, went on an amazing playoff run and the fall short, but then get better in the off season. I, I just don't see why Rob, they you, don't have the You lose the head coach that brought you all the way there that you can attribute some of that success to at least. So new head coach, drama in the offseason, very close to when the season starts off. Do you think that's kind of an excuse for the Celtics team, or do you really think it's it's ring or bust? Yeah, I think it's definitely ring or bust. After last year, you know, they did get better. Um, and it's not like it's an outside hire. Uh, I believe I believe that Missoula is going to be just fine as mm. as a guy that was sitting on the bench last year that understands the chemistry of this team. I don't really think they're going to miss a beat whatsoever. So you you think that anything of short of a ring is now? Yeah, absolutely. When you're one of the three best teams in the NBA, anything outside of a ring, well, and when you be- and when appearance. you show and when you show that you have what it takes to get there already, and you just added absolutely. Malcolm Brogdon too. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't I don't see why. Anything short of a finals appearance. Anything short of a finals appearance for the Celtics would be a disappointment. Do any of us believe Philly wins opening night? No. I mean, yeah. No. There's always a chance. No. It's opening night jitters. Nope. I don't think that there's any reason to assume the Celtics won't win on their home court, but like we're talking about one of the three best teams in the East or four best teams in the East. I'm not worried. You know, going up another with against another one. I'm not worried. I'm not losing. It's a flip of a coin. I think it's irresponsible to just Well, this is turning into a bunch of I'm not worried that we will lose. Well, according according to DraftKings, this game is going to be decided by a bucket. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I mean, see a blowout. Celtics by 15. Like, it's three Celtics fans talking no, 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 about no, 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 the Celtics no. on opening night playing at home. What do you think they're going to say? Oh, we're going to lose. We're going to get, we're gonna get well, destroyed. I, mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that Philly wins a game. I don't, I don't see why it's so unrealistic to think that they do. No, you know, they'll the take Celtics, a game from us. But, I just but like, if these teams are that stacked and we're comparing them as that, like, those, like those are the top four teams in the league, why, why is there not a chance that Philly could definitely scrape by with us? No, they could. No, I, I, I'm that's just being I'm and just, a good chance too. I don't. I, I think. I think Boston wins, but I'm not to the point where I think it's blowout <laughs> 15. I mean, again, the lines at two and a half. I think that the Celtics, the Celtics could very much have a very Boston Celtics game of having a crazy lead, having a terrible third and then quarter, blowing it in the third quarter. Yeah, and then <laughs> making it close in the fourth and yeah. ended up losing. Like no, that's, yeah, that's that's not out of the I realm of possibility. Too. I believe that 100. Um, percent 120 to 116. Tony Romo prediction. Final score. All right, there we go. Um, oh, I didn't even say who wins. <laughs> it's one who, who wins? Who wins? Not Celtics. I'll go fan. Boston, one twenty oh, to one sixteen. Okay, you Boston fan. Um, <laughs> other game, Lakers Warriors. Warriors. So much. Warriors are going to Lakers out of the water. <laughs> we have low expectations for this Lakers team, but even then, it's it like say this team that has another season where they underperform. Oh well, then everything that they just did in the last Means four nothing. years has just been the but is, stupidest is, transaction. Is this of a time. is this a make it make or break? Like, yes. It, like Rob, if you go into this off season with another early playoff <coughs> exit slash n- maybe not making the playoffs, what do you do in that Lakers front office? Like that's why I think I, like you've struck out a couple off seasons in a row and a normal team. That's not the end of the world, but you have LeBron James on your roster. But clearly, that's not good enough. <laughs> right, well, Russ is Russ is done after this year with the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't care if they win the championship. Russ is done this year at, with the Lakers. Um, Go back to OKC. They're gonna, they're gonna have some space to do some stuff, and you know that LeBron James, uh, GM LeBron James, is not gonna let them do nothing. So I think that the Lakers are gonna be fine. They're committed to LeBron now for the later stages of his career. They're gonna be fine as long as they have him on the roster. Moving Westbrook enough though, like. No. I mean, you, you have so like, much going it's on. Like it's not moving. It's just it's getting like getting rid of that contract. I get that, but then, yeah, you could spend like mind you, it's forty million. That's a, that's a, either a superstar or that's a couple role players that are beneficial. I think I think I think they'll have no problem getting free agents wanting to come to L.A. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. So you don't think because in, in my eyes, I think it's make or break. Like, say, for example, we have another season of Anthony Davis getting like, sidelined. Here's the thing. What does this team do after LeBron? Do you think about that? Hope but that no, Bronny but there is a future. With but them. look at look at the Cavs. Look at the Heat. Once LeBron leaves, there's kind of, you know, the, I, I don't 
say this in a negative way, but there's a road to destruction. Like you, if LeBron is on your team, you you're built to win now. Yes. And once he's gone, it's you're gonna it, suffer for it. a couple of years. That but is that's so what I mean, crazy. Though. This though. team. They have they've traded away their future. That's every so time wild. they get it, that is so wild. How every team LeBron is ever on, you just no. But went just out. think about it. This is what I'm thinking about. LeBron's getting old. Like obviously he's aging, but he's what? Is, what is this Lakers team gonna do when he leaves? Is a, is Anthony Davis gonna stay? Are they gonna move him too? Like what? Well, the again, what are they gonna do? That was my that was my point before, where we were getting to a point where you know AD was putting up nearly th- you know almost thirty a game in New Orleans. And we haven't seen that in, in L.A. Like he's supposed no. to, he's supposed to take over for LeBron when LeBron starts to slow down. That since like the bubble when he was really playing. So like to throw the, it how he usually does. To throw it to you one more time, Rob. Again, another season of an iffy Anthony Davis, an early playoff exit. Even with Westbrook gone, say this, say the narrative of this season isn't it's all Westbrook's fault. Like I very much think this is a make or break season for the Lakers. Yeah, what does that mean though? Because LeBron's not going anywhere, and neither is Davis. So yeah, I, I I don't know if Davis is sidelined for another year. I like LeBron could get to the point where he's getting tired of he this. Wants to play with Bronny, whatever team Bronny gets drafted to, LeBron's going to. But I I think that the Lakers, if something, if there's another, like if you don't perform this year, I think there is reasonable like question to say like, oh, what is you know test Anthony Davis's availability on the market? See, okay, I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to bring this up, but I didn't know if I was going to be called crazy about if this. If the Lakers are always win now and you need to center it around LeBron and LeBron is not getting any younger and AD is sidelined again this exactly. season, he has a similar There's season. This team's going to be out there bidding to still get Anthony Davis. I have no doubt. I get it. I get you want a finals together, but I, that's why I, I think that this is, I maybe, maybe I should rephrase this as it's not a make it or break it year for the Lakers. But in my eyes, I think it is for Anthony Davis. I don't think he can. Like, yeah, he needs to. He needs to play. He needs to prove it. And again, it's not like you're playing for you know the Timberwolves or the Thunder. Like you're on the Lakers. You're in a big market. You're one of the stars on that team. Oh, yeah. The, you're literally the second biggest star on one of the biggest markets in the league, and you you haven't really played that much. And as for the Warriors, I mean, do you think the now going to the predictions for this game? Are we seeing a possible? I mean, the line's minus six. Are we seeing a a Lakers comeback? Are we seeing just a Warriors blowout? Warriors blowout makes most sense. I think it does. Ring, they're getting their rings right. They're yeah, getting their rings that night. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't see why not. I don't. I, I say Rob, Warriors blowout. That atmosphere at home um, too is just going to be crazy. You I'll, think? I'll take the Lakers. LeBron walks in opening night. While they're getting their ring, I definitely he think wins. he could. I think he could. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's LeBron James. That's he tough, could. That's a tough opening. That'd be tough. That'd be I'll tough. Really turn some heads. Um, I think if the Lakers want to start, like that's what they have to do. If they if they want people to start being like, okay, maybe maybe never mind. They go in Golden State opening night when they're getting their rings, and they Lonnie beat them. Walker drops forty. Yeah, Lonnie Walker drops forty. Now, <laughs> I, I hate to throw you guys on the spot right before we wrap up, but I, this is one point I wanted to get to, but I didn't want to stretch this too long as we're right about at an hour. Um, ever from Nick to Brooklyn to Rob to myself, um, just give me really quickly, as, in a, as brief as you can, one of your boldest predictions for the season, whether it's a team, whether it's a player. Luka MVP. Luka MVP. Lakers I, 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 I personally think after what we saw from last year and how Luka Doncic carried himself in the playoffs – I don't see why this year he's not going to average over 30 and probably be the best player in the league. Wow. My boldest take is Lakers third third, or third pick, um, third seed. Solely because it's going to really depend on how the whole situation plays out in Los Angeles, whether or not Russell Westbrook's actually going to do well coming off the bench or if he's even going to want to be there. Um, and Anthony Davis's health is the biggest part of that. Um, if if everything goes well, then yeah, I can see them being in the top five in the West. If not, then hey, I'm going to be completely wrong. They might miss the playoffs again. Rob, I got the Pelicans in the Western Conference Finals. Um, I think that that's my boldest. I think that goes without saying that's my boldest prediction. I I'm just in love with everything about the Pelicans, and I I have to have something bold in there. So, I think my bold take. I I think you, you know. Pelicans. There's a reason I put large emphasis on this. I think John Wall comes back and comes back, you know, big time. Like, I think that... I think points se- per game, Nico? I think points per game? Comeback player of the year? Right around year. 17 and a half. I think, that, like, I think this dude can come back with, with that roster, 
with Kawhi and PG next to him, like if he's playing, from what I've seen, it's crazy to say he could spit out an All Star appearance. That's but that's ridiculous. It's, that's a it's, little... it's a bold it's a bold take. If I'm already gonna say he's gonna have a good year, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that he could slide his way into an All Star appearance. That's nuts. I wouldn't say All Star. I was gonna agree with you like... saying he could be the third leading scorer on the Clippers, but I wasn't going to say like, all-star. Like, again, if you're going Granted, if Andrew Wiggins was an all-star last year, averaging 17, maybe. Nico but has, that's, that's my take. You're, you're going to have to edit this out. Everybody, oh, you can thank Brooklyn for that quick <laughs> cut right there. Um, but that's, that's going to do it. Um, episode one of season four. I am excited for tonight's games. I can't wait. I'm excited I, I can, for this season. You know, I'm I can't wait, but I'm very <laughs> nervous at the same time because now it's actually starting to where I have to endure pain. <laughs> I can't wait to see New Orleans take on Brooklyn on Wednesday. Make sure that. to uh, follow the pod YouTube. It's funny now after looking at the three of them. It's it's funny how they're different. Um, YouTube is bricks and the n and symbol. Yes. Buckets. Yes. Um, Instagram, Bricks and Written Out Buckets. And Twitter, Bricks Buckets. Nice and brief. Follow us all over the place. We're giving you consistent content this season. Boys, shout yourselves out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at nstorelazi. Brooklyn, don't shout, shout yourself out. We know no. it's a new season, but same Brooklyn. Follow same. me on Instagram at they call me Brooklyn 23 Look at that, the Instagram, not the Twitter. Not the Twitter. Don't, don't, Even though when like he Twitter. usually starts, I don't know my Twitter login, but... I don't know my Twitter login. <laughs> and the wisest man in the world, Rob Dickey. I got the Robert underscore Dickey 11 on Twitter, and I appreciate that. Because I really do. Of course, I am Nico with Nick, with Brooklyn, and with Rob. And we will see you next week. Woohoo! Yay! Beautiful as always. Oh.